good morning. I'm trying to answer the questions you put forward. Uh, can uh, say that the brutal repression continues unabated. Uh, the last mass protest action in the capital resulted in one death and 89 wounded, some of them very serious. The success of the regime, that is the, the so-called security police, uh, detained 58 protesters, among them 20 under 18. Since the coup in October 
another process is called. I started about a year or a year and a half ago building uh, the trade union organizations within the professionals, the working class, and the peasant union. Uh, the main aim of that is this would form the basis for launching protest actions on specific issues uh, regarding the main demands of the people. This would tilt the, tilt the balance of forces in the sense that trade unions would play are not only communists, but will, they play a role in defending the rights of the majority of the working people. And as such, new set sections of the population will join the struggle. That's why building the trade union movement again and strengthening it is one of the main objectives of the Sudanese Communist Party as well as the other democratic and patriotic forces. Reaching that goal would mean creating the basis for the general political strike. Once this is launched, it will be coupled with calling for civil disobedience, that means to sever relations with the present regime, not to pay taxes, not to follow any of its laws till it is uh, overthrown. In the meantime, uh, wrenching power is not an easy issue. Uh, but as we have seen in the past and we are seeing it now, cracks in the wall of the army, especially within the lower ranks, young officers or and soldiers being observed. Desertation from the army is one of the factual situations today. And that means the repressive organ of the state would be to some extent weakened if not paralyzed while launching the general strike and the civil disobedience. This is our answer to the question. Uh, on the second question, one can say that the resistance committees uh, started to appear uh, around 2010. That is after the attempts by the regime to organize uh, national elections, parliamentary elections, and presidential elections, promising that uh, it would be fair and democratic. However, while the party was preparing to, and other parties, were pre political parties, were preparing for the election, it became evident that everything would not be as promised by the Nifasha Agreement of 205, uh, 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 which stipulates democratic and fair elections. Uh, the regime tried to create the elections which led to our party withdrawing from participation and declaring that the regime is illegal and we shall fight to topple the regime. That was in 2010. Uh, some of the political parties continue to have relations with the regime and in the absence of any democratic organized forces at that time, especially trade unions were dissolved since the beginning of the regime, uh, trade unions uh, organizations were also dissolved and brutally repressed. At the same time, the peasantry movement was at a loss. The Communist Party took the initiative of organizing 
people in the residential areas, in uh, public schools and universities, as well as places of wealth under the slogan of resistance to the regime. That was in 2010-2011. And this is how the resistance committees started to appear and to work uh, among the people in the Sudan. But because of the repression, the resistance committees mainly uh, became active within the residential area since that time till uh, recently. The resistance committees, uh, which is composed, uh, composed mainly of patriotic, democratic, and revolutionary forces, including the communists, uh, became very active not only in the capital and main cities, but also in the countryside. And through the network established with the help of the party, the resistance committees managed to cover more or less uh, most of the areas in the Sudan. That's why when uh, conditions for the uprising were ripe, the resistance committees appeared as the main force in organizing the mass protest action. Of course, uh, some of the political parties rejoined uh, the party just before the start of the uprising, like the Uma Party, uh, the Sudanese Congress Party, and so on. But the resistance committees, since that time till now, are independent organizations, democratically run by its members, and uh, taking its decisions uh, in a more democratic manner. While the communists are members of these uh, resistance committees, but we don't call them, they are not auxiliary bodies of the communist party. As I've stated earlier, we are trying now very hard together with them, the resistance committees, the coordinating uh, coordinating leadership of the resistance committees and the professional trade unions, representatives of the working class, as well as the peasantry, the intelligentsia, uh, the civil society organization, to form uh, the broadest possible front. At the same time, to compose what we call a unified leadership. In the third for question, there were a lot of let's say, initiatives around preparing documents and uh, charters and programs on how to organize the resistance to the regime and how uh, to prepare programs for the transitional period after overthrowing the present rule of the military. Uh, among the main charters or the main program proposed are the charter proposed by the resistance committees on which all the forces within the resistance committees play their role in, in the formulation of the charter. One of the main aspects of this charter is to uh, rectify the mistakes committed by the documents which were prepared by the Freedom and Change uh, Organization in uh, 2019. In the sense, for example, uh, regarding the power uh, institutions or the government institutions, in that 
2019 charter. Uh, it stipulated that the power is consisting from the sovereignty, sovereignty body, uh, second, the executive government, and the legislative body. All of them were supposed to be appointed by the Freedom and Change uh, organization. However, with the intervention of the, let's say, the Troika, the United States, including the United States uh, administration, uh, making, pushing the African Union and uh, a few people to play a mediating role, that resulted in the agreement to a partnership between the civilians and the military, which was refused by our party from the very beginning uh, in April uh, 2019. And since then, people start speaking about an alternative uh, to the present uh, to that uh, partnership. And through since then, many documents were circulated, and finally, the charter for the establishment of the People's Authority uh, proposed by the uh, resistance committees, discussed by other political political and civil sources, and it is in now it is in the final stage of being launched. It tried to rectify, as I have said, the mistakes, for example, uh, of this 2019 charter, in the sense that uh, instead of having a political uh, leadership uh, appointing the uh, sovereignty council and the executive uh, government the uh, this document stipulates the the, the, the right that uh, first we, we start by uh, creating the parliament this is the legislative uh, body uh, the legislative body is expected to be formed by the components of those who would approve uh, the charter. The legislative body will then appoint a government, a government as well as uh, a sovereignty uh, council. And this puts the uh, what is lacking now, or what was lacking before, that the sovereignty council became so independent and uh, through the presence of the uh, military people managed to manipulate power and actually the main power rests with them rather than uh, the executive government. Until now, the legislative body was not uh, formed and that is one of the grave mistakes committed by the leadership of the freedom. As I've stated earlier, there are two levels uh, of our activities. First, uh, uh, it is what we call the strategic alliance and the tactical alliance. On the strategic alliance, we are, we are working very hard to reorganize and remobilize uh, the working class, the peasantry, and the intelligentsia, as well as the trade union movement, the youth and student organizations, and women. Uh, this uh, strategic alliance, what we call the National Democratic Front, uh, more or less uh, is now being established. And it is supposed to be the basis on which we have built the tactical 
uh, alliance, that is the most broad alliance which might include political parties of different orientations, uh, other forces who would like to join the struggle against uh, the regime, uh, which would agree to the, to the program for the transitional period. <clears throat> In the meantime, as we stated earlier again, that the main objective of the broad alliance would be to prepare for the launching of the general political strike, as well as the civil disobedience. What characterized the December uprising is that uh, it was not only the people who were in the street or what we call the protesters, but it enjoyed the support of the silent majority of the Sudanese people. And that's why uh, it helped a lot. That, is, uh, that process was helped a lot by the direct and indirect involvement of the majority of the Sudanese people who are not members, either members or active uh, in the field of politics. And this is the only way, that is the only way forward for us now through building the trade union movement and mass organizations on the residential area, uh, the working places, as well as uh, institution of learning, reaching every uh, citizen on the Sudanese citizen, making his choice to be part of the opposition would help a lot uh, to lead to the downfall of the regime. The second important issue around this is by doing this mass work through the tactical alliance, we open the way for cracks within the regime and possibility that some of the officers, especially low-ranking officers and soldiers, would join uh, the opposition. This is our main uh, role uh, to topple. And of course, the, the question number five. Of course, the United States and the United States administration and imperialism are playing uh, a major role in trying not to uh, abort or stop uh, the uprising, but they are trying to make use of uh, certain forces within the opposition, uh, trying to impose a kind of an agreement between sections of the army and sections of the opposition, uh, which we term here as the soft landing process, which means by enlarging uh, the social base of the regime through participation of uh, some of the political parties as well as the armed groups, a broader, a broader base for the regime will be established, but will keep the main aims of the previous regime, that is uh, the rule of the parasitic bourgeoisie, which protects um, the interests of the United States and other capitalist and imperialist forces. Uh, the U.S., I guess, verbally speaking, they speak about uh, uh, human rights, uh, support to the masses in the Sudan, but in practical ter terms, their connections with the military, as well as with the reactionary right-wing political parties, is very clear to see. And that's why, what we call, even today, after the invasion of Russia to Ukraine, we are seeing that the regime 
is wavering between the United States, Russia, China, the Troika, the European Union, etc. They are trying to find the best possible compromise with any of these forces so that they can be in power for as long as is possible. Unfortunately, the invasion of Ukraine has a very negative aspect uh, on the struggle of the Sudanese people since it became the first topic in the political mass media. Second, is that it reduced the interest of the United Nations, especially on what is going on in the Sudan. And thirdly, it increased the possibility for the regime to find ways and means of contacting different conflicting and contradicting international uh, forces like United States, Russia, China, and the European Union, and making use of these contradictions in trying uh, to, to prolong their stay in power and to launch their, continue to launch their brutal repression of the Sudanese people. Uh, concerning Russia, first the Bashir, or the, the, the previous regime, have, during its last uh, one and a half years, when it felt <coughs> uh, the wrath of the United States and the, the European Union tried to find ways of uh, uh, courting Russia or China was always in the Sudan, of course. But Russia was another force to which the regime tried to court and maintain new relations. It started by the first visit of an Arab leader to Syria under the auspices of Russia. Secondly, al-Bashir himself went uh, to Russia and agreed or promised, uh, agreed actually to establish a naval base on the Red Sea uh, in the Sudan for Russia. And at the same time, yeah, they also reached an agreement for the presence of the Wagner uh, thugs to be uh, to, to come to Sudan and help the regime to repress uh, the mass, growing mass movement. Today it is the same. Uh, the deputy or the second man in the junta left to Russia and it was during the beginning of the war or the invasion of Ukraine, he promised. First of all, he said Russia has every constitutional right to invade the Ukraine, and at the same time, uh, he sees that having Russia in the Red Sea or the naval base in the, uh, in the Sudan would help both sides. And uh, that's why Sudan now being tossed between the United States influence, which they seem the presence of Russia as threatening their presence in the Sudan and their interest in the Sudan would also try to compromise. Right. Briefly about the establishment of the Communist Party, the Sudanese Communist Party was established in 1946 uh, through three main uh, outlets. One is the influence of the uh, intellectuals or the Sudanese students who went to study abroad both in England and in Egypt and they returned to Sudan. Uh, they formed the first Marxist circles and then some of them led by the leader and founder of the Communist Party, Comrade Abdul Khalik Mahjoub, 
went to Adbara, this is the city, many of the working, Sudan Railways, that is the working class, they stayed there for quite some time, and they managed to recruit leaders of the trade union movement and the working class to form uh, the first Marxist uh, cells uh, in that city. Uh, the second is, is the influence of some of the British intellectuals, officers and lecturers at the Khartoum uh, University College, who also <coughs> helped to develop <coughs> themselves within the student movement and lecturers at the college. Uh, and the third influence was direct uh, coming from those local forces who read about the Russian Revolution and the Bolshevik success in establishing the Soviet Union. All three uh, joined together and formed the Communist Party, or what we, was called in 1946, the Sudanese National Liberation uh, Movement, uh, which developed in 1953 into the Sudanese Communist Party. Uh, since then, uh, uh, the party became uh, the main force behind the new productive forces, uh, reorganizing the working class, the peasantry, the student movement, the women's movement, and the youth movement. Uh, during its history, it has been subject to repression. Actually, for the past 75 years of, the, of its existence, the party was only legal for 12 years, and this shows how the repression and undemocratic and illegal work of the party has hindered its develop, this national development into a real uh, force. Uh, now, and I think during the struggle against the first dictatorship, second dictatorship, and the last dictatorship, uh, the party has played a major role in toppling the two or three uh, dictatorships, and now it enjoys uh, the support of the masses. Suffice to say that the slogan uh, of the uprising, December uprising, this is freedom, uh, peace, and justice, was the slogan of the United Sixth Congress. Arab Emirates are working together to reach a kind of a settlement uh, using certain political parties like the Uma Party, the Sudan. Congress Party, the remnants of the armed groups plus sections of the army to form a new partnership between these forces to reach a settlement by which, uh, let me say, a semi-democratic civil military regime would be established uh, to abort uh, the revolutionary process we are uh, passing through and at the same time to create a regime uh, which are attached to international capital and succumbing to pressures of power of our neighbors, uh, succumbing to these pressures in the sense uh, not to present an example, uh, a democratic example uh, that would attract the attention of the peoples in Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and the Arab Emirates. This political settlement uh, which is being uh, hatched uh, is the alternative presented by the youth imperialism and their allies, be it in Europe or in the area. We are fighting against them and we are sure uh, 
for people's uh, resilience uh, to face such conspiracies and defeat them. It happened in the past and it's happening now and we're sure about things uh, in defeating such uh, schemes. In addition to that, we enjoy the support and solidarity of the democratic forces all over the world and we hope your governor will contribute to the solidarity of the struggle of our people. Thank you.